0: Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. So the Orange Bowl will be the second playoff game played on New Year's Eve. Number three, Georgia, against number two, Michigan. We'll get to our against the spread picks at the end of this brief episode. But Trey, first question,
1: which position group matchup are you most looking forward to? I'm going with the one that I'm guessing most of the country... Is kind of anxious to see. And that's to I want to see Stetson Bennett go up against the Michigan defense. You know, Bennett, he's coming off of a fairly ugly game against Alabama. His confidence might be rattled. George's confidence may be rattled because of that. But, you know, Michigan's defense, Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, probably the best defensive end duo uh, out there and they're going to be looking to cause havoc. Um, so will Bennett be poised enough to stay in the pocket or is he going to force some throws and guys like safety Daxton Hill be ready to bat him down or, or pick it. So that's the, the matchup I'm anxious to watch.
0: Okay. Uh, I was looking at Michigan's offensive line against the Georgia defensive line because there's plenty of stats you can throw out that show kind of the strength of these units. Well, Michigan's O line won the joe moore award for the best o-line uh in 2021 so that that tells you something but also michigan had 39 rushing touchdowns this year whereas Georgia's defensive line or defense in general gave up three rushing touchdowns (laughs) like that is just an insane difference so something's got to give there and i don't know i think maybe it'll be the michigan o-line because you know michigan was best running between the tackles this year they had six yards per carry per pro football focus when they when they did so. Um, and I think, you know, Georgia with Jordan Davis in the middle is is going to take that away. Um, but we'll see. Um, okay, next question I got for you uh, is is just how much stock we're putting into uh, Georgia's loss uh, against Alabama as opposed to, you know, the first 12 games of the season, because I mean, I personally am putting, uh, you know, of course, a lot more stock into 12 games than one game. But I for sure put some stock into it because we don't have uh, a large sample size of Georgia playing against you know really great teams, and you know they showed some limitations on both sides of the ball in that game. Stetson Bennett, you mentioned, didn't have the greatest game. Got into a negative game script for seemingly the first time all year, and it didn't go great for the Georgia offense. And of course, J.T. Daniels has been um, you know was out for COVID protocols for much of the prep for this bowl game, so. I would be surprised if you saw him. Um, Maybe I'm wrong, but I I feel like it would have to get to desperation time for us to see JT Daniels. Um, And so the, and then the other thing I would take away from that game is that maybe Georgia's secondary, you know, isn't nearly as elite as the rest of the defense because, you know, Jamison William Williams was able to run wild. And, uh, and there was a couple times where there was seemingly busts in coverage in that secondary. So but i don't think michigan is necessarily the team equipped to take advantage of that like i'm I'm not super scared of their receivers i am not super afraid of cade mcnamara throwing the ball maybe jj mccarthy gets a little bit more you know they're a little bit more aggressive with him this game because i could see him making some you know a plus nfl type throws but anyway what, what about you
1: well no and to your point though back to your original point about the michigan's offensive line if the offense if the running game isn't doing anything, then I'm really not going to be afraid of uh McNamara through the air. But uh but yeah, as far as your question in terms of how much stock am I taking about that SEC title, I'm putting some stock into it. I, I feel the exact same as you though, because they were extremely dominant throughout the year, but they didn't exactly face Murderers Row, so you kinda have to kinda take that into the uh, to the equation. But I'm not gonna overlook the immense talent and dominance that they did display even in those games uh particularly on defense and so i I agree with what you had to say and and to their point is michigan's not built like alabama so in terms of their offensive prowess right
0: uh so who do you like in this game the point spread is georgia minus seven and a half Who, who are you taking
1: I'm pretty—I think Georgia's going to bounce back. I think they're going to win, but I'm going to take the 7.5 with with Michigan. Um, Michigan just seems to be peaking at the right time. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I'm not ultra confident in Stetson Bennett going up against a strong defense. Hutchinson or Ajabo will make some plays in the backfield. And Michigan, they were able to control the line of scrimmage and run the ball at will against really good teams like Ohio State and then say what you want about Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. It's but obviously Davis got it's not a really good come, defense. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to come as easy here with with like guys like you mentioned earlier, Jordan Davis. Um, but I do think Haskins and Coram can at least do enough. And ultimately, I do think McNamara is going to have a tough time against guys like Nicobe Dean, uh, Darian Kendrick on, at the corner. So I don't have him seeing. Uh, I don't see him having a ton of success through the air. Especially compared to what Bryce Young and Bama did, their offense just isn't as explosive. But I see it as more of a defensive battle overall. So that's why I'm going to take uh, the seven and a half points.
0: Okay, I'm I'm going to go the other way. I I hope I'm wrong. I want to take the points because in both of these playoff games, I'm just cheering for close games. So I will be cheering for the underdog to uh, to stay in the game. But I'm just not sure this is a good matchup for for Michigan. You know the physicality of Georgia's defensive front. Uh, could be an issue for them. I've seen a, a few stats being thrown out there um, about how Michigan has how much they've struggled with uh, against teams that that run a lot of twists and stunts, and you know, there's it's been written that that's something that Georgia loves to do. So, and and they're as big and strong as anybody that uh, that Michigan has faced on their schedule. So, have some concerns about that, and I'm sure you know when Georgia's on offense, like you mentioned, Ajabo Hutchinson, they're gonna wreak some havoc but i do think georgia will be able to run the ball at least better than than michigan will and so maybe they won't have to put um bennett you know in the position where he's going to have to do a lot like he did you know against alabama so um and it does help that george pickens you know he was kind of had a uh we weren't quite sure whether he was even going to be playing in this game with you know the COVID protocols but apparently he's set to go He'll be there, and you would think he's as healthy as he's been, uh, obviously all season. So that that weapon could could help Hutchins or could help Bennett as well. So, yeah, I'm I'm laying the points with Georgia, um, but let us know in the comments, especially if you're a Georgia or Michigan fan. Let us know your score predictions, who you're taking against the spread, and um, that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Be sure to uh, subscribe and. Subscribe to our podcast as well if you're watching on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those places. Leave us a review if you enjoy the show. We would appreciate that. And have a happy new year and enjoy these playoff games. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros. Follow them on Instagram at CollegeFootballBros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFBBros. Thanks for listening.